Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Have We Met. This is your new pop music playlist, and I will be your host, Brett. You can follow me on Instagram at ItGetsBretter. You can follow the podcast at Have We Met Pod on Instagram. And in our bio, there is a link for you to find our playlists on Spotify and Apple Music. And there is also a link for you to donate if you believe in our cause. Now, I know that listening through a lot of new music is time-consuming. It can be frustrating because, you know, you're not going to like everything that you hear. So I have done all of that heavy lifting for you. My hope with Have We Met is that you will meet your new favorite song. Now, you might be wondering why you should trust my taste over anyone else's, so I'll give you a little bit of background before we get started. About a decade ago, I worked front desk at a hair salon, and as receptionist, I got put in charge of the music. I was always looking for what was new, what was trendy, what energy suited the vibe of our place, and because of that, I ended up making a playlist for the local furniture store, for another clothing store. I ended up hosting a radio show at the University of Winnipeg's radio station, and now I live in Toronto, and here I've been teaching spin classes for the last seven years. Now, as a spin teacher, I sometimes had to make up to 10 playlists a week, so I was always looking for what is new, what is going to connect with people, even if they don't know it, and what is going to make people move. And I think at the end of the day, that is what I connect to in a song. It's usually the energy. I like big pop choruses. I like big vocals. I like great lyrics. I like good melodies. So we're going to listen through these new songs. And I hope that you agree with me that these are the ones that need your attention. Now, I grew up as a dancer, and I cannot tell you how excited I am that this week we get to talk about a new song by the legendary Miss Britney Spears. Now, Britney has said a few times that she considers herself retired from show business and might never release a full album again, might never tour again, and I personally wouldn't blame her. I, after what she's been through, I don't blame her at all. The fact that we're getting anything new from her, I think, is a great sign. I understand that maybe it's not what people were hoping for. You know, Britney has so many 10 out of 10 classic songs, and Will Mind Your Business be one of them? You know, maybe at the end of the day, no. But I do think this song is important in the Britney lexicon for a few reasons. One, it again addresses her relationship with the media and with paparazzi and with people's fascination with her, where she would rather that they just leave her alone. Will that ever happen? Maybe not, but in that way, it sort of acts as a sequel to, say, Piece of Me. The other thing that people have been talking about is that, you know, it sounds maybe a little unfinished or, or that it's a bit sort of silly. And I personally, you know, if, if you had Britney's albums, they were always kind of silly, camp, funny little songs that were scattered throughout. You know, think uh, the hookup, soda pop, you know, even from the very beginning, there were those moments of just sort of fun. So I don't think it's unusual at all that Britney was attracted to this song. I would also argue that because of Britney's vocal stylings, this song has been elevated to something more than it would be in the hands of anybody else. Now, this is a recycled song from the Britney Jean Sessions, and it does have a little bit of a dated sound, you know. I, I think even Scream and Shout when it came out maybe sounded a little bit dated, but it's also one of her most successful songs of all time, you know, in streaming and on YouTube. So I don't think it's... A bad idea to collaborate again with Will I Am. He's been very vocally supportive of her throughout the years. And if at this point she just wants to work with people that she enjoys and people that she trusts, more power to her, honestly. We're going to listen to a little clip from the third verse of Mind Your Business. This is the part where she talks about the dogs coming out. You know what happens. The barks come in. And this clip starts with an iconic Britney trope. And I'm just going to let it play and we'll see if you can figure out what that is. If they don't get up out my face, I'll send the dogs out Five seconds and then the dogs come out You know what happens when the dogs come out None of 
I'm not sure if I'll get as much use out of Mind Your Business as I did out of Hold Me Closer last year, which I really, really did love. But in my perfect world, Britney's memoir, when it comes out in October, will come with a revenge-themed EP. That's what I'm hoping for anyway. We'll see if that ends up happening. Now, speaking of people who enjoy collaborating with each other, our next song we're going to talk about is the new Ray and Stormzy. Now, Ray is someone you're going to hear me talk about a lot. She is one of my absolute favorite singer-songwriters. She left her label last year and she has since had her first number one single in the UK she has since had a viral TikTok hit with Escapism and she has since released her debut album which went to number two in the UK behind only the legendary Shania Twain now Ray and Stormzy have a song together called Ambition that came out I think in 2015 really close to the start of Ray's career and this is their new song it's called Weekend I feel like we could make an entire playlist out of legendary songs that reference all the days of the week, and this one we can add to it right away. Stormzy I'm not as familiar with. I recognize him from Power with Little Mix, but Ray is definitely one you need to check out. I am a huge fan of her older dance music, but I also really love this new soulful sort of era she's entering. This song starts with an almost like Amy Winehouse-esque jazz kind of intro, and then the song sort of breaks down into almost a Ja Rule Ashanti back and forth. But maybe I'm just thinking that because there is a little nod to Always On Time in the lyrics. I'm going to play you the end of the intro into the first chorus. This is Stormzy and Ray, The Weeknd. All night long he was on my mind So I sent him a text that said listened through Ray's debut album 21st Century Blues that came out in February. I absolutely demand you go listen to it after this episode. She is one of the most exciting voices in music right now and I'm not just saying that because at her concert in Toronto I got to get up on stage and sing my favorite song with her. <laughs> and when you listen to Ray's album you will hear a song called Five Star Hotels which features a singer named Mahalia. Mahalia is also a British singer-songwriter. She lives in that R&B sort of world. She's listed her influence as Lauryn Hill, Erica Badu, that kind of thing. So if you're into that kind of chill vibe, I really recommend her album. It has a couple co-writes with Ray on it, including Terms and Conditions, which is one of my favorites of the year so far. It also has a song that features JoJo. The one that I'm going to play for you today, it's just a clip of a song. It's called Slowly, about a relationship that she knows is coming to an end, but she wants him to let her down slowly. This is Mahalia. If you're going to let me down, please would you do it slowly. really like that 80s kind of keyboard sound in the background there. That's really, really cool. The 80s have been coming back in a big way over the last few years. You know, The Weeknd, Dua Lipa. We saw it this year again with Can't Tame Her, Zara Larson. And so this song is really on trend for me. It's got a lot of elements that I really enjoy, and she sounds just gorgeous on it. And speaking of gorgeous, 
It is time for us to talk about my favorite new song this week. It comes to us courtesy of the legendary Slater. That is Slater with three Ys, in case you were wondering. (laughs) Slater's first single from her new album was called Out of Time, and it is one of my favorite songs of the year thus far. This is the follow-up. It is called Miss Belladonna. Now, we saw her open for Tove Lo uh, Tuvalu in February and she put on a fabulous, fabulous show. I only know a couple of her songs, mine and uh, Daddy is Fuck, but I have laminated my stand card since then. This era, I really love the sound, the vibe she's giving. It's really elevated from where she was. She was doing this sort of trash pop thing before and it has gone in a completely different direction and it suits her so, so well. And she, it just seems like she's taking it all a lot more seriously and I think it's really paying off. What isn't paying off, though, is that her record label hasn't given her any money towards making proper videos for these songs, which seems like a big letdown, because when you hear this, you're going to think, wow, this deserves a big fucking visual. Slater's sophomore album is called Starfucker, and it comes out on September 22nd. This is the second single. I'm just going to give you a little taste of the chorus of Miss Belladonna. The way that I dance, like deadly nightshade, eyes turn black. He lives for love and I live for drama. What a great freaking lyric, isn't that? I get little hints of Lana Del Rey with the nightshade. I get little hints of like the best version of Kim Petras through that chorus. I think there are big things in store for Slater, so get on her now while she's hot and keep an eye open for her album in September. Now, I'm feeling really lucky that this is our first week because we've already had the chance to talk about some of my all-time favorite artists, Britney Spears, Ray. We're about to talk about a new song from another one of my all-time favorites. Her name is Natalia Teddy Sinclair. You might know her as Natalia Kills. Now, Natalia broke through with Mirrors, which was a very, you know, Gaga-esque, red one kind of sounding song. She was really known for these songs where she would chant four words in a row. Love, sex, control, vanity. Or lipstick, lies, tears, tragedy. I'm not sure if you've ever listened to Trouble. It's her sophomore album. It's one of my favorite pop records of all time. Uh, If you have a chance to check it out, it's really cinematic in scope and really just fabulous, fabulous pop music. A few years ago, Natalia was a judge on the New Zealand version of X Factor where she gave some kind of harsh critiques to this one male contestant. And people took it very personally for some reason. And... She was sort of exiled for a while, sadly. So we haven't heard her name in a little while, but we have heard music that she's had a hand in. She co-wrote Kiss It Better for Rihanna. She co-wrote a song for the Blackpink album last year. And now she makes music under the moniker Cruel Youth. There are a few cute Cruel Youth songs that I really enjoy. This new one has, uh, you know the song Feeling Good? It kind of builds up in that same sort of cinematic way, you know? It's, it's really moody. It has this really nice sense of building towards something good coming. It's called Sunny, and I'm just going to play it from the start so you can hear what I mean. Sunny Yesterday my life was filled with rain Sunny You're smiling in me, in me. Is the pain 
Now the dark days are done and the bright days are here. My sunny one shines so sincere. Sunny one so true. Now, typically when I'm looking for new music to listen to, something like that I wouldn't necessarily respond to right away. I see that as more of maybe a soundtrack song or or I, I maybe maybe something that would work on TikTok. I prefer to make a playlist that kind of flows and, and doesn't really distract too, too much from, you know, maybe the energy of the space that you're in. Kind of like uh, what you'd hear of shopping at the mall, for example. But that song, it really demands your attention and it takes you to that world and I think for Natalia she deserves that I after kind of what she's had to endure I hope you listen to that full song if you do listen you will be gifted with a key change which is a rare and beautiful thing in pop music these days so enjoy now the thing that everybody is talking about right now is the Barbie movie and for good reason. We saw it last week. We got all dressed up in our pink outfits and we laughed, we cried. I had an existential crisis. I thought about all the potential of what life might look like and as someone who has, you know, recently left my job of 7 years and wondering what was next and thinking about starting this podcast, that movie really gave me permission to see myself as anything. So, here I am hosting a podcast, you know, maybe about 10 years late, <laughs> but better late than never, right? The funny thing too, at the Barbie movie, I was eating mini Reese's peanut butter cups and I guess I dropped one and I was sitting on it the whole time and I, it melted while I was sitting on it. So I got home and I took my pink pants off and I realized there was a big chocolate stain right on my butt. <laughs> like I pooped my pants. Uh, the movie was good. It didn't quite make me poop my pants. But you know what one of my favorite parts was? The Top Gun homoerotic volleyball scene reference with all the Kens. And of course, what better way to soundtrack that than with a new song from Sam Smith. Now, there's been a lot of t discussion about Sam Smith's gender expression, about presenting sexually, even, you know, as someone who's maybe a little bit, you know, outside the realms of what you know, society has led us to believe is attractive. Personally, I think Sam looks fucking hot. I love seeing Sam out there doing whatever they want to do, whatever feels good for them, and, and really challenging people to examine why they believe certain things, you know? What is beautiful and who gets to decide? And that is a huge storyline in the Barbie movie. And so having Sam Smith sing this song makes perfect sense in a lot of different ways. I also really enjoy getting to hear Sam in this lower register that kind of grungy, sing-talky intro into that classic soaring Sam Smith vocal on the chorus. I really hear those older queer influences here, you know, Pet Shop Boys, Sylvester, and I hope that you will too. I'm going to play you that little spoken word bit into the chorus and you'll see what I mean when it flips up. No, I'm not gay, bro, but I've been on that lay low. Baby, there's 
I really like the structure of that chorus. One of my pet peeves in a pop song is when the chorus is just the same lyric repeated four times over. And so to have that A-A-B-A phrasing, I think really, really works well for this song. It gives us a lot to digest. And then if that wasn't enough, we get a millennial whoop after? Come on, they're spoiling us. If you don't know what a millennial whoop is, it's when a song has any combination of woe and oh as sort of a vocal hook. The most prominent example is probably Katy Perry's California Girls. Whoa! <laughs> you know, before I record this next time, I'm going to do a vocal warm-up, so if I feel the need to sing, I'll actually be able to do it. <laughs> There's another queer artist that I want to talk about today, and his name is Michael Medrano. I've been following him on Instagram for a while. One, because he's got a mustache, and uh, certain people that I know are into that kind of thing. Two, the album art for his debut album, Love, Sex, Drugs, really caught my eye when it came out in April. Now, this song I'm going to play for you is on that album. It's called Disco Sleaze, but this new version of it has just come out this week. And I don't know if it's like a single edit or if it's just a remix. Either way, I saw that it was four and a half minutes long and I got very excited. No more of this made-for-TikTok bullshit, two-minute songs that are really interludes. A proper single version, a proper club edit. Uh, this is just a little clip of Disco Sleaze, the raw and uncut version by Michael Madrano. I'm putting that one right on my dance playlist. I am so into that. It's groovy, it's funky, it's hype. That is so many of the things that I look for in a dance track. That is such a great song. So keep your eyes open for Michael Madrano. Now, out of the 150 new songs that I listened to this week, I know, it's a lot, I chose 34 for my personal playlist. Uh, we're not going to go through quite all of them today, but if you do want to check out the rest of my recommendations, you know where to find me. On Instagram at HaveWeMetPod, check the link in the bio and the links to the Spotify and Apple Music playlists are right there. But we're not quite done yet. I have five more songs I want to tell you about this week. Now these are this sort of artist that Have We Met is all about. People you probably haven't heard about, but that you maybe will really enjoy. This next song I'm going to play for you, she has, I think, 200 monthly listeners on Spotify but she is getting my award for best single art of the week. Her single art is this pink floor with a mirror on it, and you can see her feet beside the mirror, and then in the mirror, you can see her face. It's quite, quite cool, the dimensions of it. It's quite beautiful. So have a look at that online. Her name is Hestia Cook, but her stage name is Hedesi? Hedici? I'm not sure, actually. This is only her second single, and it looks like she's aiming to release an EP sometime in October. So if you like this, she has another song called Not Another Dinner Party, but this song is called Something to Say.
I'm sorry, but that's only her second song ever. I cannot wait to see what else she does. What a fabulous, fabulous song. I love that pre-chorus. I love that groovy little shift up into it. I love that like little outro. That is just, that is a great pop song. I got to tell you, that is what Have We Met sounds like in my mind. It has a bit of a Ralph kind of sound too, doesn't it? Uh, And speaking of hometown Canadian heroes, our next song comes from Montreal-based artist Rev. Now, you know Rev through Control-Alt-Delete. Maybe you've heard Tongue. Uh, There's that Whitney song, which I can't really forgive that it's I'm Every Woman and she references Michael Jackson instead of rhyming Whitney with Britney. But anyway, (laughs) we're going to move past that for now. This song is called Contemporary Love. It's acting as another single in the lead-up to her debut album, which is expected on October 13th. The album is called Saturn Return, and that probably rings a bell for a lot of my music fans out there to no doubt's Return of Saturn. If you're not familiar with the concept of Return of Saturn, basically, Saturn, the planet, takes between 28 and 29 years to orbit the sun. And so the idea is that when you turn, you know, almost 30, basically, you, the planets are back where they were when you were born. So you come into a new understanding of yourself. And that is supposed to start when you're around the age of 27, which Rev is. So I really like that concept for the album, for her as an artist, as her continuing to pay tribute to people who have come before her so that people can understand her musical identity. I think Rev is doing a lot of things right. And this song is one more step in the right direction. So here's just a little clip of Contemporary Love by Rev. So tell me, honey, are you tired of the fake? I'll keep it real, I got it bad, so come make your mistake. You know the love is up, you still got the key to my heart. I'm like, no, it don't matter the time of day, cause I'll run when you call. Don't matter the time of spots, the club or river or parking lot. No, it don't matter, I'm on my way, so I can't remind you of us. Love, don't give up on us, no, we just contemporary. Take me higher. I love that. It goes up and then it goes up again. You're not really expecting it. That's a really, really exciting listen and just good pop sensibility all around. I really enjoy that. And I also like that contemporary temporary. You kind of, it just gives a little extra layer to the song. Yeah. Don't give up on us, but it. I, I also know it's temporary. That's kind of a cool little lyric. I like that. If Rev took us up, then we're going to bring it down just a little bit. We got this kind of mid-tempo R&B jam coming up. This is the new song from Tanache. Now, she has featured on a couple songs recently, one with Shy Girl, one with Calvin Harris, but she hasn't released a solo song in over a year, and that was from her deluxe edition of 333. Tanache went independent right before that, and she's now calling all the shots. I love her as a vocalist, as a dancer. Uh, this isn't necessarily my favorite song of hers. I prefer her when she's just a touch more melodic and a touch more energized. But I do think it's very important to pay attention to what she's doing because you definitely know that album is going to be fire when it comes out. This is just a little clip of her new single. It's called Talk to Me Nice. Like a 
You know, I said I like Tanache in a more melodic zone, and then I played the most melodic part of that song, and actually, I think I might really be into that. I really enjoy those pop, pop, pop accents in the background. That's how the song kind of starts, and she's such a fabulous dancer, and I think those accents are really going to come through, especially when she ends up performing it live. The next song we're going to talk about today comes to us from singer Mariah Rose Pereira, who goes by the stage name of Poppy. Now, Poppy was born as sort of an uncanny valley android who is basically forced to make pop music by her team. She has come a long way since then. This is coming now up to her fifth album. It's called Zig, and it's coming out in October. The single is called Knock Off. Now, both of the singles from Zig so far were produced by Ali Payami, who has worked with The Weeknd, Tove Lo, Ellie Goulding, Katy Perry, a lot of really big credits on his resume. And that sort of pop soundscape signals a bit of a shift for Poppy from her last album, which was a bit more new metal, I guess, kind of in that Rina Sawayama era of um, hard rock influences with a pop soundscape over top. I really like that juxtaposition of the light vocal with the heavy instrumental. And the lyric here is really interesting too. She wants the real thing, she doesn't want to knock off, which signifies to me that Poppy is entering a more humanistic sort of phase of her career. So check this out. This is just a little clip of Knock Off. You see what I mean about her light, airy vocals sort of floating over that heavier soundscape? To me, that gives the song a really nice sense of balance. It reminds me a little bit of one of my favorites, actually, uh, Dragonette, who also has that, you know, pingy, airy voice, but often likes, you know, a grungier, harder soundscape. And just like Dragonette, our next artist is from Canada originally, though now she calls London home. She is called Kate. That's Kate with a C. Her full name is Kate Canning, and she is a new sort of pop artist. This song is called You Want Me. It has this disco sort of tinged feeling. It's an anthem about knowing your worth in a relationship. She's with somebody who is taking her for granted, and she feels like she's ready to move on, but one day he's going to look back on this time and remember how good he had it with her, and he's going to want her. For me, the lyrics are almost always the first thing that I notice about a song. They're the first thing I respond to. If I'm going to be singing along at the top of my lungs in the car, I want it to be something that I really believe in. And so I like that feeling of knowing your worth and knowing what you have to offer. It also helps that this song lives in a very bouncy, disco-esque sort of soundscape. There's these really glossy strings that lift it up, and there's this just really nice little beat that slinks along underneath. Uh, So this is just a little clip of Kate's You Want Me. We are really getting spoiled with those post-chorus hooks this week, aren't we? 
I feel like in the era of songs only being two minutes long, that's something that we've uh, we've been missing lately. So I'm really happy to hear that. And also, if you like that song by Kate, she has another one on my playlist this year called Get Better. And this is all about meeting your new favorite artist. So maybe Kate will be one of them. Now, can you believe we are reaching the end of the first episode? If you've stuck with me for this long, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. I really appreciate having you. I hope you've been enjoying what I've been playing for you. If there is any song that I haven't played that you're really into this week, please send me a DM, shoot me a message. Again, on Instagram at HowWeMetPod, or you can always reach out to me at It Gets Bredder. To finish off this week, we have another song that is sort of about being taken for granted in a relationship, but I wanted to play these back-to-back because they demonstrate one of my long-standing theories about pop music. And that theory is that anything with a double clap is a good song. (laughs) This next song is by Kate Stewart. It is called Never Enough. It was actually produced by her brother Dave and a woman named Jessica Angambar, and they are the production team behind BTS's Dynamite. So if you like K-pop, if you like new disco, if you like women being scorned, then I'm glad you stuck around to the end because this is one of my favorite new songs of the week, and it's definitely one that you need to know. Kate says one of her biggest musical influences is Rihanna, so she might be our next self-made billionaire. We'll just have to wait and see. This is just the chorus of Never Enough by Kate Stewart. And just like that, we've made it to the end of our first episode of How We Met. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And if you enjoyed any of those songs, you can find them all on the Have We Met weekly playlist. It is available on Spotify and on Apple Music. The link is available on my Instagram bio at Have We Met Pod. And I actually selected 34 new songs this week, but didn't have time to talk about all of them. I discussed most of my favorites. But if that wasn't enough for you and you still want more, there are more recommendations from me there. You will also see I've added a link to donate if you have PayPal. I am between jobs right now, and buying songs on iTunes costs money. (laughs) So if you want to help me out, if you enjoyed listening today and you want more from me, that would be a big support to me and would really help me moving forward. Uh, Eventually, I see this as being a hub for people to talk about new music, either other music fans who come in and discuss with me, maybe emerging songwriters and musicians, that kind of thing. And ideally, I see myself making playlists again, either for businesses or for people, maybe being the kind of person who chooses songs for TV and film, or maybe even becoming a music journalist in my own right. So if you are able to support me pursuing any of those dreams, I would really appreciate it. This has been Have We Met, and I am your host, Brett. Please join me again next week where we will discuss new music from Jesse Ware, Roisin Murphy, Carly Rae Jepsen, and many, many others. It was nice to meet you.